calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, it's Malls. Before we get into today's mini-ep, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about how this all happened. There's this great guy on Twitter. He goes by Sexual Jumanji. His real name is Brandon. He's 21. He's from the Milwaukee area. He's fucking hilarious on Twitter. And he came to LA uh, to, I guess, see people and be seen. And he's been all over town for last week with a bunch of your favorite comedians and people on Twitter. And I had the awesome opportunity of having him come by today to do a little talk with me. Um, I'm a little bit older than his average audience, I think. Uh, You may be too. But the thing that I love the most about this guy is that he is so sweet and a good person. And uh, he has a really good sense of humor about himself. I was very charmed by his nature, and I think you will be too. All right. Have a good listen or something. Bye. Wow, guys. Wow. It's a brand new Please Advise mini app. Today's a very special day. We have a, a new visitor here in the L.A. community. His name is Sexual Jumanji on Twitter. I found out about him through Brandon Mordell, who has been on Please Advise and is like a very happening comedy person. Is that how you would describe Brandon Mordell? Yeah, he's a little comedy shit. Yeah, he's a little comedy shit. Cool. So uh, he's come on. He's great. And and he brought you to my house the other day. I gave him an entire TV just because I wanted to meet you. That's pretty cool for him, right? Yeah, he's very excited about the TV. I got him for free. Yeah. Are you using like, do you are you aware of your power like that? Like, you know that you have shit on him now, right? Yeah, uh, he doesn't have a shower curtain, so I know that about him now, but he just moved in, so he has an excuse for it. But, like, you can use this TV as leverage. Like, you can be like, dude, I got you a free TV. Like, give me a ride to the airport. Oh, 100%. I can just, anytime I need something, it's like, remember that TV that's in your living room right now? I got that. You guys are going to the OVO store later, right? Is he going to pay for you? Uh, no, he's not going to pay for me because I have too much money left over from my trip, so I have to spend all of it. Wait, how do you have so much money left over from your trip? Uh, I used my credit card for everything, and all the all the cash I got from my parents, I haven't used any of it yet. 
Wait, so tell, okay, so let's start, let's go all the way back. Your name is Brandon. What is your real last name again? Uh, Zabo Clicky. Loving it. Uh, and you are a marketing major at where? I'm an advertising major at UWM, uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Okay. And you met Brandon through Twitter. You've kind of become a sensation. Everyone here is freaking out about you. He had a big party the other night at Los Globos called Teen Party, and you were basically like the hit of the party from what I surmised from the internet. Yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of people there to see me. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome for my first night here. And we have a lot of questions about your rise to fame, but, like, before we talk about your fame, like, who is, what is the heart of you? Like, if you were to describe yourself with, like, a character analogy or um, maybe a little, like, moral saying or something, like, what is your, what's your credo? Who are you? Um, I'm just, like, super chill. I just, I just go with the flow. So, like, anyone that goes with the flow, like, that's who I'd say I am. Yeah, dude, you really do go with the flow. You have no idea who I am. Like, I asked you, I was like, has this been the most overwhelming week of your entire life? You're in L.A. for the first time. Random people are giving this guy you're staying with TVs. Are you staying with him? With Brandon? Brandon? Uh, yeah, I stayed with him two or three days this week. And now where are you? Uh, I stay with Robesman also. Dude, why don't you use some of your money on like a sick ass Airbnb and like have a big ass party? I don't I don't really like parties. And also Airbnb is scary because like you don't know the person. So it's like it's scary if it's your house. It's not scary if you're the person going into the house. I mean, I've seen a lot of movies, so it's like the horror movie. The person could always, like, hide in the closet and wait for you. you maybe they're, like, a watcher. Like, they yeah. just want to watch you have sex. Yeah, like, they just want to watch the person that's staying in their house. Dude, I, I love thinking of someone as a watcher. It, yeah. It's the creepiest thing. What's, like, one other creepy... Okay, so me, me, it's watchers. Is watchers your creepiest thing? Um, yeah, I also don't like people who, like, look at you and talk to themselves, or, like, they have a, <laughs> like, like, they have a, like, they'll have, like, a conversation, and they'll pretend you're part of it, but you're not talking to them. Right. Like, it happens a lot on campus, because I'll be, like, on my laptop with my headphones in, and I'll look up, and someone's talking to me, and I'm like, are they talking to me or themselves? So I'll take a headphone out. And I'll realize it's a one-sided conversation, but they think I'm part of it. And that freaks me out. Is it like, I mean, because that does sound truly strange to me. Like, that sounds like there might be something, like, some sort of curse on your campus. Like, that's not normal. Like, is this people saying, like, are asking you useful questions in any way? Or is it a political rant? Like, what are they saying? That sounds like, that sounds like homeless people babbling. I think it is homeless people babbling. Okay, okay. But it's happened like four times in four years. Yeah. So at this point, it's like they seek me out because I sit in the same spot every day. Can I also suggest that you have a very gentle soul? Like, as soon as you came here, I was like, how can I take care of you? Are you okay? I like why you, I think that you're someone that people will be very naturally attracted to because you have a very, you're obviously a very gentle, easygoing soul. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, 
I just let people do whatever they want. Like, I'm I'm cool with whatever people want to do. And <laughs> I like to be super nice because I don't want people to, like, not like me. Absolutely. So, yeah, I go, I go like, out of my way to make sure, like, I'm cool with everybody. I, I, I really hate drama. So, yeah. That said, what's the most dick thing you've ever done to someone? Um... Oh, this is really bad. I used to egg houses a lot, so like, honey, that's not that bad. But but the thing is, like, I would egg the same house multiple times. Who who lived there? Oh, uh, we don't know. It was just me and my friends. Oh my god! So it could have been like a little old lady, for all you knew. No, we we knew like the people that lived there because they came out of the house once and they looked like really mean people. So yeah, well, they probably were furious because yeah. But that said, you know what? That's not that bad. I know a lot of people have done a lot worse things for like a retweet, even. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. it's hard out there on the Twitterverse. Yeah, yeah. People go nuts for the retweets and the likes. They'll do anything for them. Has anyone ever? What's the most insane thing someone's offered you for a retweet? Um, I. Actually, I don't think anyone's ever, like, offered me to retweet them. I'll get a lot of, like, DMs, and they'll just be like, hey, could you retweet this? Could you follow this? And I'll just I'll just be like, I mean, I suppose, but most of the time I don't do it. I just ignore it. I think you need to say what's in this for sex, Jay. That's true. You know? I, I should start monetizing the, yeah. the retweets. And we want we want to get you an internship this summer doing some sort of brand's Twitter, right? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I've applied for a lot of them and I haven't got them, but... Which is bananas. You have like a million Twitter followers. Yeah, I only have like 4,000, but it's still pretty huge considering I'm just like a normal person. You're growing, dude. And after this, please advise up. Forget it. You're going to be like on the map. <laughs> you got, Who's like your dream brand to run their Twitter? Um, Honestly, my dream brand is like... It's a really lame answer, but I would love to run for, like, a League of Legends team. Okay. Like, because I play that game, like, religiously, and I've applied for teams, but I'm so inexperienced that they don't want me running their social media, apparently. So, yeah. That's what they said to you? That's... That's what I took when I didn't get a response back to my resume. That was your takeaway? Yeah, that was my takeaway. But did you only send it once? I sent it one time, and then I sent a follow-up asking. Oh, so you did send a follow-up. Yeah, and I didn't get a response to either. So I was like, all right, I don't have the necessary qualifications. Well, no, that shouldn't be your takeaway. The takeaway is that the right person hasn't seen your resume yet. And I think that you should be consistent. People like consistency. I tried to get a job at the New England Aquarium as a teenager, and I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And then I called like four more times and was like, hey, just calling to see if any jobs opened up. And at the end of the summer, they called me and we're like hey girl we're ready to hire you at the new england aquarium and i was like my mom just got engaged to some asshole and we live in new jersey now <laughs> so but that said that was out of my control i was a teenager but the consistency of showing calling the aquarium like a complete loser and mm -hmm. feeling like a loser and maybe it was because I, I was a teenager and i didn't really have a great sense of rejection yet yeah, yeah uh but yeah no don't take that as your fault that's not you man because I deserve that aquarium job. <laughs> yeah, I, I deserve any job I apply for, even if I don't actually deserve it. They should still give me it out, of, that. out I, of principle. They I don't think you it. ask for anything you don't deserve. That's true. I never go out of my way for things I don't actually like need to live. 
So yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you want a popsicle before you leave? By the way, I just remembered I have like 15 popsicles in my freezer. Well, you're not done yet, but I'm just asking you now because it just occurred to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a popsicle. Okay, cool. I am worried about you because you're wearing a full jacket in the summer in LA. Uh, it's been like chilly, like I know. Though every time the wind blows and I don't have the jacket on, I'm like, damn, really wish I had the jacket on right now. <laughs> And, like, everyone on Twitter has been giving me shit because I've been wearing the same jacket. We got a question about the hoodie you were wearing. Yeah. So I, uh, I've i owned that hoodie for a long time. But then I bought the Bape jacket, and I spent $200 on it. So I have to wear it every day now. Yeah, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, bury you in the jacket. Is that the most you've ever spent on a piece of clothing? Um... Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else have you bought that's cost $200 before? Um, My computer costs a lot of money and my Xbox. Outside of electronics, nothing. Yeah. And so $200 is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get to some of these questions we have for you. And we're going to skip over some of this ignorant shit you guys sent. All right. Hi, this is Twitter user Magic Medozo. And I just want to know who the hell raised you to believe that all bottled water tastes the same. There's no difference between any bottled water brand, except if it's in a glass bottle, then you know it's good shit. Otherwise, it's all the same water. But tap water is completely different. Tap water is gross. I'll never drink it. But wait, have you had Avion? Because that tastes completely different. Avion has a weird aftertaste to it. I've never had Avion because like, it seems like... Not something I'd like. The bottle, I'm pretty sure the bottle's shaped really weird, and that's a huge turnoff. It is shaped a little bit like a butt plug. Um, but uh, you have to just have a sip of it because it is the bottled water that tastes the most different from any water you've ever had. Yeah, I'll have to try that. Though. Should I call my construction guys and ask them to bring you an Evian? Well, I'll text them and see if they're anywhere near a gas station. All right, yeah. Okay, let's see if we can do this. I probably am not going to be able to pull this off, but hold on, let me see. Texting, texting. Okay, hold on. Jeff, can't argue near the brand Evian Water. Okay. I don't know if he's going to know what I mean by that, and he's probably going to send about 15 texts asking <laughs> what I mean, but that's fine. Um, this is a whole letter from Marley. I'm going to read this to you. All right. Hi, Sex J, fellow Twitter user from the Midwest here. I don't have water preferences either. Potential girlfriend. Um, I was wondering about your history with Twitter.com. How long have you been tweeting? What is Twitter to you? Was Sexual Jumanji your first username? And what was the process of creating it? Let's break to answer those questions. Okay. Um, I've been tweeting, I'm pretty sure since... I made the account in 2011, but I didn't tweet until like 2013. And when I tweeted then, I was still in high school, so I was like an asshole and a sad teen. But since 2014, I've been like a good boy online, so yeah. What were you sad about as a teenager? Just just high school being a teenager in general. Yeah, high school is the fucking worst, dude. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Marley continues... Would you say that, uh, sorry, would you say the key to getting people to bother clicking on your Twitter profile is a hilariously intriguing username, paired with good content, of course. Are you sexual Jumanji, or is it an entity that you have to control in hopes it doesn't take over? 
Um, I think the username kind of really helps, like, bring people in. Like, if you have something that's kind of, like, quirky, people are going to be like, oh, maybe that person's, like, kind of weird or their tweet is kind of good. But then I think the content of the tweet matters just as much as, like, what you go by on the site. Absolutely. What's your tweet you're most proud of? Um, definitely the Papa John or the Bernie Sanders one because those are both the ones that got a lot of retweets and they're also the ones where like people still respond trying to like prove me wrong about them even though it's obvious I wasn't trying to like prove anything it was just a joke so wait back it up because I do have a question later on and thank you Marley that's all the questions we're going to answer from you today but that was an awesome letter what was this Papa John's tweet? Because I actually got a question saying um, from Lauren Hurley, have you received any death threats from Papa John since that Super Bowl tweet? I didn't get any death threats, but I bought a Papa John's pizza and it was terrible. So I can only attribute it to him knowing about the tweet and calling them and saying to do that. Okay, but what was the tweet? Uh, I said it, when him and Peyton Manning hugged after the Super Bowl... I said that... Is him Papa John himself? Pa- yeah, Papa John himself was the first person that Peyton Manning hugged after the winning the Super Bowl. And I tweeted how Peyton Manning said to him, like, I've done everything you've asked, Papa John. Now let my family go. <laughs> so, like... What? I made it seem like Papa John was like a mafia hitman or something like yes. that. So, and I know, I know for a fact by now, someone, <laughs> someone in their headquarters has seen that. So I live with that, knowing they know about it. I think that Papa John's probably really loved it. I think he's probably a narcissist. You usually are when you name an entire restaurant after yourself and then franchise it out. Usually, that's like some sort of narcissism you know so i think that honestly it's a little bit like being made fun of on saturday night live like you kind of dream of getting there yeah i think he he, he, when he saw the tweet he was probably like hell yeah that's what i needed he probably like rubbed one out like reading (laughs) your tweet um can we talk about loot crate for two loot crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear for less than 20 dollars a month you get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more you have until the 19th at 9 p.m pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate and when the cutoff happens that's it it's over make sure to head over to lootcrate.com slash malls that's M-O-L-L-S, and enter code MALLS, that's M-O-L-L-S, to save $3 off on any new subscription. Here's what they have to say about their upcoming box. Pop culture is full of brave new worlds and societies and flux that don't always turn out for the best. You're telling me, Luke Crepe. June's theme will be exploring some of the ways things can go wrong with dystopia. Featuring classics Robocop, Terminator 2 Judgment Day and The Matrix and new faves Bioshock Infinite and Fallout 4. We've got a figure, cool collectibles, and of course, our dystopiorific monthly tea. Guys, these teas are actually very, very chill. And I personally, as a girl who likes to, you know, like keep shit loose, you know, up top, like like I keep a more fitted leg and then like a looser top, I suggest you size up. I always like a size up. All right. Anyway. You guys, lootcrate.com slash malls, M-O-L-L-S. Please advise, if you don't have a hobby, maybe get one via Loot Crate. Bye.
Okay, so here's a question from uh, Christy. She says, I want to know more info about Sex J. How would you describe your friendship with Brandon Mordell? How's California treating you? How do you feel right now? Uh, my friendship with Brandon is like, we're, we're really tight. He calls me his dad, but I, <laughs> no, 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 no. He call he calls himself my dad, but that's not true because one, I could beat him up and <laughs> no one can, no one, uh, can beat up their own actual dad. So he's automatically disqualified. Yeah. You could beat him up. Yeah. Pretty easily. Like two punches easily. Yeah. Okay, so we have a question from, uh, this is, sorry. <laughs> oh, I loved this. Sorry. Oh, this is a question from Andrew Hall. Do you know Andrew? Uh, the name sounds familiar. This is in regards to the hoodie, the hoodie we were discussing, mm. the aforementioned hoodie, which, by the way, I like. I think it was the fact that it was the one hoodie you packed. Yes. He writes, um, has Sex J ever packed before? Seems like a rookie move to pack one hoodie if you know you love wearing hoodies. Uh, I only packed one hoodie because I didn't think I would really need it. But then it ended up being like I needed it. So I had to wear it everywhere I went. Yeah. But it's like, I tweeted, like, DeRay has that blue bubble vest, and now I have the hoodie. So we're on that level now. I think it's really totally fine, first of all. And also, everyone packs wrong the first time they come to L.A. You think it's going to be, like, you think it's going to be, like, Malibu Beach, 90-degree day every day out here. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did you bother to check the weather? I checked the weather, and it said, like, it would be 70s and sunny. So I figured, like, okay, maybe you don't need the hoodie. But then I got here, and it's 60s, and it's windy as shit every day. So now I need the hoodie. See, yeah, I'm from Boston, and I'm sure you as a Milwaukee boy, you think of 70 degrees as, like, well, that's, like, the highlight of the summer. Like, that's the best weather of the year. That's, like, I'm literally topless or in a tank top at all times. Uh, But it's fucking freezing here. My construction guys make fun of me because I wear a winter jacket around the house all the time. But you know what? Sorry, I got to stay warm. Yeah. I also, would you just say, like, a hoodie is your favorite item of clothing? Um, it, I would put hoodie number one. Wait, no, I'd put hats number one. Yeah. Hoodies number two, and then shoes number three. Now, I think that it's interesting it, that you say hats, because I think of hoodie as, uh, hoodie as the most emotional piece of clothing, because it really is surrounding you and protecting you. And I, I am a hoodie lover as well, and I know I love it because I like to feel like I'm wrapped in a, like I'm in a sock head first you know yeah yeah. and why do you think that is like what what do you think it is that it is that like provides a sense of security or do you just like that it's warm or what um i like i like that they're warm and also you can roll (laughs) you can roll up the sleeve and then it's not as warm yeah and also i find that people put really nice designs on their hoodies as opposed to t-shirts yeah because they know a lot of people are gonna wear the hoodie on top of the t-shirt so that's what they do Dude, you are uh, like an advertising person. I would have never real. I never realized that's why hoodies are always cooler looking. Yeah, it's because they go on top. Exactly. You're fucking blowing my mind, dude. Here's uh, here's two more questions from Lauren Hurley. She was the one who asked about the Papa John's tweet. She wants to know if you could kill any three people or bring back any three people and bring back any three people. Who would they be? If I could kill any three people, um. 
I have no response for that. I don't think I could. I don't think I could kill anybody. You're such a good person. <laughs> what What about Brandon? I couldn't kill Brandon. I could hurt him, but I couldn't kill him. Like hurt him because you're angry, or hurt him like because he gets annoying. You're just like over him right now. You guys have been together for three days, like on top of each other. I I actually wouldn't hurt him. I'd hurt his phone. Oh, okay. He's on the phone too much. Are you a little tired of being in the snaps? A little bit, but it's chill. You're a gentle spirit. Do you feel... Oh, oh, bless you, honey. Yeah. Do you feel overexposed right now? No, I just... I've been having a throat issue the entire time. Oh, no, no, no. Drink, drink, drink. I just mean, like, in L.A. Oh, in L.A., okay. Yeah. Okay, the question was if I feel overexposed. Yeah, do you feel overexposed right now? I feel way more exposed now than I'm used to, but it's pretty cool. It's not too overwhelming? No, it's not too overwhelming. Has anyone said anything fucking rude to you, though? Because it is kind of cool. Like, I, I, lo- I watch a lot of reality television. You are almost, like, I would say, famous to, we- to me the way that Jax from Vanderpump Rules is famous to me. Mm-hmm. Like, But that being said, that winds up leaving you not always being treated like a person. Has anyone said anything fucked up to you since you've been in L.A.? Uh, no, actually. Everyone I've met has been super cool. I haven't met anyone that's, like, tried to force me to do anything or anyone that's been like, hey, saw your tweets, they're fucking garbage. That's good. Yeah, everyone's been super chill. That's good. Okay, do you consider yourself problematic? Why or why not? Um, (coughs) maybe, like, in the past, yeah, but I've been pretty on top of my life for a while, so I, like... I've learned a lot through Twitter about, like, racism, sexism, things like that. And, like, in high school, I think everyone's problematic in high school, and I was no different than that. But, like, once I I got on Twitter and started learning all these things from everybody, Mm -hmm. I've, like... I haven't sent a problematic tweet in, like, two years. So. so, wait. So, here's another question. Are you... Were you raised in a very conservative family or anything like that? Is it a conservative area? Uh, what would you say, like, what things have been illuminated to you because they aren't discussed or maybe there's people that are closed-minded or something there? Uh, I wouldn't say family. I would say more, like, friends, sort of. Sure. Because, like, in high school, I was a gamer, and, like, always on games, people, they use, like, the N-word, they use yeah. the F-word, not not fuck the other one. Yeah. And it was, like, <clears throat> always being exposed to that, I thought it was okay at the time. Yeah. But then, as soon as I got on Twitter, I was like, okay, we've all been kind of saying messed up shit all these years. So now, like, everything's pretty much changed, like, eliminating a lot of words from the vocabulary, stuff like that. That's so nice to hear you say. I actually think that that is one of the things that Twitter, that people who are afraid of Twitter are the most afraid of it for. People are always talking about how damaging Twitter is. It's like, you know, all these people putting their opinions out there. Like, no, that's a good thing, that there's a place in the world where you can go read different opinions and, like, Mm -hmm. find out different stuff. Uh, I think it's really beautiful to hear you say that um, because we talk a lot on this show in particular about how 
I, myself, my producer, a lot of our guests, we were born in very liberal cities and have remained in very liberal cities. And so when we travel, like I spend a lot of time in the South, for example, um, when I travel and I hear racism mm. or people being homophobic or, I mean, the transphobia stuff now is like, I don't even want to know what people are, what that conversation is in certain states in this country right now. It's really it, it reminds me, oh, this is why this is a, con- a continuing dialogue in our com- in our country right now, because there are so many places where people are not young and liberal, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like going to places and hearing people saying racist stuff. I'm like super awkward in a situation like that, because like part of me wants to tell them like to stop. But the other part is like. I'm not going to change what they think. Like, it, it's going to take, like, a lot to change someone that's sort of, like, set in those ways. Yeah. I'm just taking a really quick picture because my chihuahua, who everyone knows, is, like, a fucking demon. Is, like, seriously napping. He's napping on Sex J right now. It's out of control. Like, he really loves you. He's half on me, half on you. That's really cute. I'm, I'm good with animals that are small. I'm a, I'm afraid of large animals. Were you afraid of Helen? No, I wasn't really afraid of her because I could tell she was nice. But like, I I saw my friend's dog attack my other friend when I was younger. Yeah. So now big dogs really freak me out. Yeah, a lot of people have that, man. I feel so bad. There was a kid on the street the other day that like was hiding behind a bush with his mom because she she was like he's so afraid of dogs and i was like dude that's terrible yeah i want all kids to love all dogs yeah yeah the animals are a very nice thing to have around but i understand people not liking them sex show you're the fucking raddest okay i'm gonna ask you three more questions and we're gonna wrap up okay question number one this is from young's or four more questions did i say four three Four. Okay, this first one is from uh, Young Seal. Do you know Young Seal? I I saw him. I saw him ask the question on Twitter before this. Do you work at a supermarket? Yes, I work at a grocery store. I'm a cashier slash bagger. I used to want to be a cashier at a supermarket so bad when I was a kid. It's not. It's not good. It is so annoying, and it makes you hate going to the grocery store. Because, like, I can't go to the grocery store without thinking about, like, the hell that goes on in places like that constantly. Can I ask you some PLUs, if you know them off the top of your head? Um, that that would be, like, the code for the things? Yeah, the code for the vegetables. Okay. Uh, but Avocados. Avocado is 4225. Bananas. That is 4011. Peaches. Peaches, I don't, there's so many, I don't rem- remember the peaches. Okay, kale. Kale, that's 4627. You doing a lot of 4627? Um, more and more as the years gone on, kale's been like, business is booming in the kale business. Dude, you should run the Twitter for kale. Ka- kale has a Twitter, just... I mean, I'm sure it does, like California State Kale Farms or whatever. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, kale's a little bit like the the hot vegetable of yesteryear. I feel like a lot of people are down with radishes right now. A lot, a lot of people have been buying radishes, and it's annoying because I, I never remember what the code is for radishes. You don't have a PLU off the top of your head for 
Do you have someone you can text? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I can call the store and they'll be like, aren't you on vacation? Be like, yeah, I need the codes for the radishes. Dude, I love I love a little PLU like moment. Yeah, it's dude. I worked in a vegetable store for years. It was like a fruit and vegetable stand. Yeah, yeah. And we sold firewood and eventually loose candy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the PLUs were like, that was a lot. You had yeah. to remember them all. And then once they got organic in the store... Then there was two sets. We got the organic set, and the, so there's like organic avocados, regular avocados. Then when the summer vegetables come in, forget it. Yeah, my store for organic, we just put a nine before the normal code. <clears throat> oh, that's good. Yeah, so it makes it really simple. Wags got super frustrated with me for a second. <laughs> okay, so these are questions from a guy named Kevin. For listeners, please advise. Uh, Kevin has called about a cat with his roommate. He also called um, about a girl named Megan. And uh, he was very judgmental towards her. What do you think about girls named Megan? Um, I don't. I actually don't know if I know a single girl named Megan. Maybe once I met a Megan in high school. But other than that, I just I don't think I'm with any Megans ever. So wait, that, that would actually Brandon and Megan would be like a cute couple name yeah it goes to it, yeah yeah it goes together but then it also has bm and that's like bowel, bowel movement movements, and so it's yeah. kind of like eh. oh, wait what's your last name again zabo clicky megan zabo clicky that's kind of tight yeah that kind of does it rolls off the top yeah i think you're definitely gonna marry a megan so there you go kevin not everyone has to hate megan <laughs> um what mu- uh what music was important to you in high school when you were being problematic on twitter <laughs> Uh, I was huge into, like, the heavy metal, the screamo type stuff. Oh, yeah. But then at the same time, I also kind of liked rap music, but not as much as I like it today, so... What's your favorite song right now? My favorite... Oh, favorite song right now. Jeez. Uh, I can't even remember. Oh, I like the... The 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 Lil Yachty song, the Minnesota one. That one's super good. That's your jam? Yeah, the, I jam out to that one. What does it look like when you jam out? Um, it looks like Rick. F- it looks like Rick Flair when he does that weird walk he does. Yeah, I kind of just do that around the house. We were tweeting about or texting about Ric Flair this morning a little bit. Yeah, Ric Flair's like the greatest drunk wrestler ever. Yeah, he's the best uh, nature boy. I mean, yeah. that is literally the sickest name. I yeah. used to. I wished I had named Wags Nature Boy. Nature I got boy. into like old wrestling through an ex, like after I got Wags. <laughs> but wouldn't Nature Boy be like a cute name for a dog? Hell yeah, especially like a a small dog because Ric Flair wasn't ever like the biggest guy ever. So no, yeah. he just was the handsomest. Yeah, you he, know. It's so funny because he was like always like seemed to be out of shape. He always had kind of like a beer belly, but dude, he was, he was, he was lit. Yeah, he was lit. Um, speaking of music, really quick, can I ask? Um, is there any way you would put together like a twelve song playlist for Please Advise listeners to subscribe to, like a Sex J Please Advise exclusive playlist? I could do that on Spotify. I could definitely do oh, that. Oh, Sex J. Wow. Thank you so much. Please uh, send me a picture of you and I'm going to work on the graphic. Okay. 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 I'm so excited. Now, this is a question we're going to answer together. Uh, it's from Kevin. I think Kevin submitted these to both of us. I'm not <laughs> sure. How often do you change your sheets? Um, that That's a really weird question. It's like whenever I get around to it, because like yeah. even at home, I sleep on the couch a lot. So yeah. it's like. 
what's the point of changing the bed sheets if I only sleep there every once in a while? When I was your age, I changed my sheets like once every three months. Like it, I was not a sheet changer at your age. Yeah, I'd say like once a month, maybe once every two months. You're 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. And that was your first time in a bar at Brandon's party. Yeah, I'd never been to a bar before. I always would make excuses for why I couldn't go. Why do you think? I don't like being around a lot of people. Yeah, I don't like that either. I really don't. When Brandon was like, why didn't you come to tea and party? I was like, I'm too old. But secretly I was thinking, because that sounds like my personal hell. Yeah, I, I've always been like super against parties. But like out here, it's all been about doing new things. So I've gone to like... I've gone to, like, two parties. I got way drunk at one of them, so, yeah. Were you okay? Oh, yeah, I was okay. I had Brandon. He was my chaperone, so... Did you throw up? No, I've never thrown up from drinking. That's good. Yeah. Let's end that trip this way. It used to be that every time I came out to L.A. before I lived here, I would vomit. <laughs> Kevin, how often do I change my sheets? Well, literally now I have to pay someone to do it. So I have them changed every week or every other week, depending on how often I have my cleaning lady come. Before nor now, once I hit my mid to my mid to late twenties, I started to change the sheets uh, once a month, bare minimum. Uh, but I, I mean, I had an ex who I think I don't think he changed our his sheets years ago. By the way, not my most recent ex. Years and years ago, I dated a guy. I don't think he changed his sheets once the entire time we were dating. That's kind of messed up. I know. And I dealt with that. Like, yeah. what's wrong with that? So you should move to L.A. The girls have such low self-esteem here. <laughs> I I have no comment on that. I haven't met enough girls out here to judge. What's the most wildest thing you saw at teen party? The most wildest thing I saw at teen party? Um, There were there were a lot of people, like, mosh pitting in the front. It was it was really weird because they were playing like Avril Lavigne at the time or something like that. Yeah. Like anytime Taylor Swift or something like that came on, the crowd went nuts and it was the strangest thing. Did you see any like tits or anything? Not that I recall, but my memory is like really bad. So I, w <laughs> I wouldn't remember anyways. I love that you might have seen tits, but, but are admitting you probably don't remember. That's amazing. Um, let's see if we had any more questions come in for you. Oh, uh, Tony Corndog, he needs advice on stylish footwear. Uh, the Rihanna Pumas, but they're all sold out, so it sucks for you. But uh, otherwise, I... Do I, you have them? Yeah, I have the red ones. What, I mean, like... you. You bought these at home or you got them out here? I bought them at home on the computer. And then literally as soon as my transaction was done, the site changed to sold out. So I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Now I want them. They're so good. They're so comfortable. Do you think I can get them marked up on like eBay? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I don't think the women's sizes are sold out. I think it's just the guys sizes. Oh, OK. Let's look them up. Yeah. Um. Someone wants to know the best way to get in a street fight with Brandon Wardell. Uh, the best way to get in a street fight with Brandon? Uh, get him really drunk. I feel like the more drunk Brandon is, the more open he is to fighting a stranger. Or maybe that's just me. Because, like, if I get drunk, I'm really open to fighting people. Yeah. But maybe Brandon could do that. I don't know. Have you ever, like, punched someone? 
Yeah, in high school one time. Honey, I cannot imagine you punching someone for for anything. That's a really... Is, are these the ones I should get? The Fenty Pumas? Yeah, yeah, those are... The, yeah. Dude. Think, oh, those are fucking sick. I think those are Kylie Jenner's, I'm pretty sure. Oh. The Fierce Core. Yeah. Rihanna's Creepers. Oh, hers must be sold out then. She had the high top sneakers. Oh, Kylie, no thank you. Yeah, those are kind of cool, but they're only in women's sizes, so... Yeah, I, I'm not really feeling Kylie. Yeah, I don't know about her. She's kind of, I mean, look, Kylie's a babe, but I don't understand where she gets any of the music she listens to on her Snapchat. Do you watch her Snapchat ever? Um, no, I'm not. I'm really, like, out of the loop on Snapchat. Like, I have all the people added, but I never do anything on there. I probably should. That's okay. I think you're okay. Well... Babe, this was what a really, really inspiring episode. Is there any, like, piece of advice that you live by that you want Please Advise Nation to know? Um, just relax. Make sure, take all the time you can to do whatever you need. Don't, don't rush anything. Rushing is how you fuck things up. That's, that's pretty much it. You're a really, really good person. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me here. You're welcome. I think I'm going to get this Rihanna pillow. Would you like me to get one for you? Dude, that is kind of sick. I'll send this to your house. Hell yeah. Okay, at Descartes, we're getting Rihanna pillows together. Hell yeah, that's LA right there. I couldn't give him a macaroon. Normally, I give the guest pot, but Sex Jay's not feeling it, so this is good. We're going to get you this, and we're going to send you home a happy, happy boy. I'm so thrilled you were here. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you for letting me do this. Honey, and of course, thank you for being here. Next time you're back in L.A., you can spend a night at this house. If you're ever feeling like a little bit overwhelmed, anything like that, we got two dogs. They don't bite. Yeah, I'll definitely take you up on that offer. You rule, man. All right. <laughs> Keep it, uh, keep it chill, everyone. Have a good week. Please advise Nation. 323-450-7408. That's the number you call if you want your calls on the next episode. Bye.